Welcome to Dice with Death, where anyone could die with a roll of the dice. I'm your direct messenger, Ollie Bateman, and joining me again for this week's performative Dungeons and Dragons podcast is Chatty Badger's Jamie Powis. Narrating a wrestling match and a party, our DM isn't lazy. But can we reference Whoopi Goldberg and not just Swayze? <laughs> I'm Mark. Nice, nice. Uh, very, very nice. Yes, couple of references in there from the last episode. We are, of course, also joined by We Are Reach's Amy Mallet. You know, Ollie's brutality is never ending when I Stand With Amy starts trending. Ooh. Thank you to the community <laughs> for having my back when my boy yeah. keeps doing me dirty at the end of episodes and shooting me. Shout out to everybody on Twitter who started that hashtag, who is coming <laughs> for me with knives brandished, with guns cocked and pitchforks and... Yeah, torches to run me out of the village that is <laughs> Dice with Death. Yeah, appa- apparently apparently, I end a lot of episodes by hurting you, Amy, yep. and your characters, yep. but I, I don't see the problem. I've been stabbed, I've been shot. <laughs> it's been, yeah, it's been an emotional ride, Ollie. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Mm. It could be something to do with how important your character is to the story, but we might find that out later on. We are, of course, also joined by Adam Wilborn. If you're some what Titus is cooking. My Hell in a Cell chances aren't that good looking. I may finally die at the hands of this arcane fueled freak. So it's over to you, Ollie. Can you break the streak? I feel how much Ollie wants to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Feel it with a passion. I thought I would have got somewhere in our Monster Manual Madness Christmas special that we uploaded um, recently as the last episode. I thought I was going to actually kill one of you guys off. Uh, Non-canonically, obviously, but um, I didn't even get to do that. You guys beat all the (laughs) monsters. So, yeah. Can I take down Titus Thunderbaster Caligavi in this Hell in a Cell match? We shall see. Is everybody ready to continue the adventure? Yes. 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 Previously on Dice with Death, Titus and Volok locked up as they faced each other in a packed Stadia Concretia for an impromptu Hell in a Cell match. Titus reversed Volok's moves early on, dealing early blows to Volok's head and neck. From ringside, Vixen contacted Ark via the sending spell earpieces and learnt of Ark's confrontation with Field Marshal Aves. She detailed Volok and Princess Zalu's situation, culminating in the Hell in a Cell match Ark could see from the Royal Box. Ark and Vixen discussed modifying the plan in some way if Titus did end up losing the match and therefore for losing the title of Champion Games Champions. Vixen then asked Ark to find out any info he could on Amar Thuridan, the name she had heard Madame Mordana speak in her astral vision, to bring to light any answers they could about the ordered murder of Zakaia Rubbledusk. Back in the ring, Titus wailed on Volok with some punches up against the turnbuckle, while Volok retaliated by spitting in Titus's face, blinding him to Volok's next move. Titus, however, swiftly dodged the attack and put the work in to throw all 300 pounds of Volok over the ropes and into the Hell in a Cell cage wall. Volok then swiftly brought Titus to the canvas and pulled his legs either side of the turnbuckle to ram his testicles into the steel pole, holding up the ropes. Ark then made contact with Corporal Danian in the Royal Box, who thanked him for granting him an audience. He told Ark of a secret deal Harleator Saves had made with the elves, along with a device that the Field Marshal was keeping under lock and key aboard HFM Harleator's command ship that seemed to be granting him powers of a much longer life than expected. 
suspected, along with details of the three plane walkers and the fact that Corporal Danian had been protecting Ark's wife Colonel Elek up until this point, Danian told Ark that if he was to start an alliance against the Aarakocrans, he would have his full support. Ark then asked to pass a message on to his wife, saying that if the plan comes to fruition, it will appear like I'm dead and I'm coming for her. Back in the arena, Titus grabbed a steel chair and crashed into Volok as he was taunting the crowd before throwing him through the cage door of the Hell in a Cell. Vixen accompanied proceedings with Bard Song and granted Titus with advantages while throwing up a corporeal image of a bear, signifying Zakaia's support from the great beyond within this fight. Titus then elbow dropped Volok and turned his attention to climbing the cell with Volok swiftly in tow. Back in the royal box after a chat over the headset with Vixen, Ark made an abrupt entrance on Amar Thuridan, the elf who looked like the spitting image of Zakaia and Vixen. Ark was immediately restrained and pulled to the floor with blades brandished against his feathers after saying he heard Amar had a problem with a human. Amar, without taking his eyes off the fight, conversed with Ark, telling him he was impressed by his entrance but kept him under guard. Ark then asked him a single question, could you remind me of your father's name, to which Amar threatened Ark with death if he did not leave immediately. Back on top of the cage, Titus and Volok laid into each other with punches before Titus tried to body slam Volok onto the hardened steel but was caught off guard, reversed and thrown off the top onto a folded steel chair three stories below. Volok, after being enveloped in blue arcane, leg-dropped Titus from the top of the cell in a devastating move that almost broke both the men in half. Volok then placed the steel steps on top of Titus and started to climb the cage again. Ark joined Vixen ringside and discussed the curse afflicting her, making her unable to say the name of her former lover. Ark cast Remove Curse on Vixen, and even though the spell failed, they both saw the image of a shining wishstone appear in their minds as if to signify a solution. Ark and Vixen suddenly spotted a hooded figure in the crowd of party people casting a spell under their breath towards the fight, activating the blue arcane surrounding Volok. Ark cast silence, alerting the hooded figure to hide in the crowd, and as Ark rushed to the ringside bubble exit to find the assailant, with Titus lying broken on the outside ring and Volok towering over him from the top of the cell, Vixen was struck and pierced by a knife right between the shoulder blades. And that's where we are now. Ark and Vixen, roll initiative. We go to the top of the round. Titus, that's you. You are lying outside of the cage on the floor, battered, broken in half, having fallen from the top of the cage onto <laughs> a steel chair on the floor. You have these steps on you right now. You have Volok at the top of the cage, swinging his head side to side as if he looks fatigued. But he looks powerful. He looks covered in this blue arcane and he looks ready to fight. Titus, what do you do? I think I'm going to try and uh, play a bit of possum here. So I'm going to stay exactly where I am. And the plan is if he goes to... Like it matters if this steps on me or not. Either way, if he lands on me, I am a pancake properly this time. <laughs> but I was going to wait till he's jumping. Uh, a la um, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon from their Hell in a Cell match. Where as nice. Shane McMahon, son of the owner, didn't need to do this. Uh, jumps off Kevin Owens well Kevin Owens I suppose technically didn't move Sami Zayn pulled him off the table but uh, the rule still applies I'm going to move and he's just going to land on some steps basically okay so you're going to ready your action 
to move out of the way as Volok falls or tumbles towards you. Yeah, the plan is to sort of lift the steps up and army roll away as he just as he's mid-flight, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, Titus, that will be a dexterity saving throw um, when it comes to your time to do that. So we will have Got that it. ready and cocked in the chamber to go. Um, it's the assassin's turn. Um, Ark, you have flown towards the bubble. Exit. Um, you do not see where the assassin is as he has chosen to hide. Um, so the assassin is just going to try and stay hidden. Ark, roll me. In fact, what's your passive perception? Uh, it is, I think it's 14. 14. This assassin does not hide very well at all. It got a three. So your passive perception, you already spot exactly where this assassin is. Cool. With your passive perception of 14, you've seen where the assassin is, but you haven't seen where Vixen is because th- there is this this crowd of people around uh, around like the whole bubble. So you've spotted where the assassin is, but you haven't seen where Vixen is. Uh, so... Uh, spot the assassin, so what I'm going to do is... Mm, it's the I'm... end of the assassin's go. It's now your go. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> cool, yeah. So spot the assassin. I am going to cast Toll the Dead. Make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, if you could read Toll the Dead aloud to the class while I make that roll, please. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, Toll the Dead, uh, you point at one creature you see within range and the sound of dolorous bells fill the air around it for a moment. The target must succeed in a wisdom saving throw or take 1d8 necrotic damage. If the target is missing any of its hit points, it takes 1d12. What does it not want to be? Uh, You do... Well, I I don't want it to be a 15. Okay. It gets a 15. Okay. Meets it, beats it. That's it. That's all it does. Uh, so I'm going to use my movement uh, just to fly over to it, to the assassin. Okay. You fly over the crowd. Um, this dome bubble that you're in, it's, you know, 20 feet high. So there's plenty of room for you to fly towards where this assassin is. Are you uh, are you staying within five feet of this assassin? Um, yeah, if I can, like, land on it, I'll land on it. Okay, fine. You, you land. If you want to land, you can land next to it. Um, So yeah, you land next to the assassin And now with your passive perception With you being where you are You see Vixen Stabbed Vixen, can I just check You took 26 points of piercing damage Are you down or are you still up? I am down Down for the count I was only on 15 You are are down Okay Yeah, Ark You see see Vixen Mother of Zakaya Your adopted astral daughter at this point crumpled in a heap on the floor with a oozing stab wound between her shoulder blades she is unconscious lying there not twitching not moving at all ark is ark is there anything else you want to do with your turn Uh, i can't do anything okay we move on to volok (gasps) i lie i lie to you psych you lied to me i lied to you what why you lie because i've just cast a cantrip she's told the dead yeah yeah i can cast a spell as a bonus action 
bloody can. Uh, which is oh, let's go. He third level healing word. Oh, big one. Nice. Big one coming so, out. Uh, let me look at healing word. I think that's okay, you know. We know Healing Word heals people, so just roll your heels. Yeah, I feel like we've had many, I just, many... I don't know how many heals it is, though, for Healing Word. Oh, got you. Hold on. Third level. Hold on a second. Don't be afraid to catch heels. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is. Here we go. It is... Third... Okay, so it's it's 3d4 plus my spellcasting modifier, so two... Six, oh, seven, plus yep. do, 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 seven, 14, 14 healing to you. Ooh, so basically that entire stab to the shoulder, I only lost technically one hit point. Arc, so, <sighs> oh, yeah, no, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, Quick maths. Vixen, you <gasps> breathe in a <gasps> blood curdling breath and you are sat upright. You're not stood up yet. You haven't used your movement to get up, but you are yeah. awake and conscious. Ark, is that the end of your go? That is the end of my go. We turn our attention back to the ring where Volok stands aloft in the corner of the Helena cell. Looks down towards Titus lying underneath the cold steel of the steps that have been placed on him. They weigh 300 pounds, you know, steel steps. Do they really? That's what, we, that's what we're told, anyway. <laughs> okay, the 300 pounds steel steps, they're, they're not. Yeah, Volat looks down directly towards you, and you feel as you look up towards him, this blue arcane energy that surrounds him kind of turns dark and smoky and corporeal for a second. Oh, God. And you hear you hear a rumble from Volok's chest as he goes, <laughs> and he jumps into the air, oh. elbow extended. He's not going leg drop. He's going full elbow drop, a move that you full only... macho man, Randy Volok. <laughs> there we go, macho man, Randy Savage from three stories up, a move that you only pulled on him mere seconds ago. Yeah. He's jumped. Titus, make me a dexterity saving throw. Come on. Sixteen. Sixteen. Titus, as you see this almost sharpened elbow fall <laughs> towards you at the speed of light, surrounded in blue arcane energy. Titus jumps into action, pushes the steel steps into the air, and military tucks and rolls out the way. You, As you do this, you hear the steel steps crash back onto the floor. All you see is Volok's crumpled body as it smashes into these steel steps. You hear bones break and twist as his body lays flat on the floor. As God is my witness, he may be broken in half. <laughs> 
That is the end of Volox Go. Not the end of his life yet, but that's life. the end of Volox <laughs> Go. Okay, <right>. Volox fucked. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll roll the damage for Volox here. Okay, 16 points of bludgeoning damage as he smashes <laughs> into the floor. Um, that's the end of Volox Go. Vixen, you are breathing, you are conscious, you are sat up, you're not stood up, but it's your go. Oh, what do you God. do? Okay, so um, where is the assassin? They're still next to me, right? Right next to you. Uh, the assassin and Ark are within five feet of you. So obviously I've just literally come back to life. Um, blood is being spat out of my lungs um, in a kind of like panic, wild animal frenzy rage, I lock this assassin in my vision and I'm just going to like launch it in with a melee attack. So I've yeah. never done any melee with Vixen go before. On. This is really cool. And she can actually attack twice. So uh, let me nice. go in with... Also, I'm trying to remember how many Bardic I still have because I'm pretty sure last time I gave one to Titus. I, I still think I've got two, if yeah, memory serves me correctly. Yeah, but I'm going to launch, uh, so move towards him. I mean, he's within five feet anyway. Uh, use my longsword, and I'm going to attack. Uh, and I'm also going to use um, defensive flourish. So when I take the attack action on my turn, my walking speed increases by 10 foot until the end of the turn. Not that that really matters here. If a weapon attack uh, hits, I can expend one of my bardic inspiration die and deal extra damage equal to the number I roll on the dice. I can also add it to my AC until the start of my next turn. So, yeah, let's roll to hit. I'm going to go on in. Absolutely. Roll to hit this assassin. I got a nine. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> uh, that's okay. We love explain mechanics. And I th I'm pretty sure with that bardic die that just because you said I want to use it doesn't mean that it's expelled. No. So you, you've still got them you know, like sheathed in your... Uh, uh, in your repertoire yeah so it does say fine. that you can choose but to yes. use it yeah once you've seen the result of the outcome if that makes sense so yeah that's fine Great. um okay well uh cool. so the first one misses completely definitely um, definitely misses yeah. with a nine <laughs> yeah go for another hit <laughs> absolutely go for it <laughs> i've just woken up from being stabbed i mean i'm sure i can be oh the second one was a 19 <sighs> yeah yes yes 19 nice. hits okay. roll your damage so uh damage with the long sword uh, so I've I've just done it on D and D Beyond just to make sure it's accurate. So that's seven seven slashing damage. Cool. Now roll your bardic inspiration die. Ooh, where's my D eight hits? <laughs> where is it? I've got a. Uh, I'll post a picture on socials, but I've got a little wooden dice box now that I got bought for a present. Oh, hey. It's got loads of dice in it, and it's also got our little figurines that the lovely, legendary Andy made for oh. us. Oh, shout out Andy! Um, yes, Andy. They're sort of uh, they're sitting all over it, and it looks really cute. Um, right, okay, so let's do one d eight then. Smash! Hey! And it is an eight. Yes! Yay. Yes! Oh my god! You do <laughs> nice. fifteen slashing damage total Ooh. to this assassin. He is immediately bloodied like he yes. is looking fucked up um yeah Zakai uh, oh my god force of habit <laughs> again Vixen describe to me how you breathe in this blood curdled breath sit up and attack this assassin 
So uh, a vixen just sort of, her body hurls upwards. She spits blood all over the ground. Uh, there are people screaming around her. She's in a blind panic and she's just like, <gasps> just her lungs are absolutely on fire. And she just locks eyes with this guy in front of her who she can see still holding his weapon. And in like a mad fury, she just extends her blade. She obviously attacks once and she misses because I guess she's kind of disorientated having just woken up from being incapacitated. Um, And then she slashes out again with a second uh, blow and she gets this guy right in in the stomach area. So she's going to go right for the guts um, and she just screams as she does it because she's like so angry and and, uh, in the heat of, uh, of battle. So yeah blood guts probably a little bit of viscera on the floor <laughs> vixen <laughs> we is, love to see it vixen as you scream at this assassin uh flashes of zakaya enter your mind like you see you see her you see an effigy of a bear pop up mm-hmm. behind her um but as your as your screaming echoes out through this bubble and reverberates and only makes the crowd around you even even more scared of the situation you see the faces in your mind of Archontitus with Zakaya and I'm going to do a, a Kratos as well and I'm just going to go who are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh who are you? roll me an intimidation check Oh, oh okay. go on. Let's go for it. What, oh, whilst you're rolling, I'm going to use this moment uh, aims to uh, promote another classic <laughs> wrestling moment. We love this. This is a little. Uh, we should get, get a little jingle. Adam's classic wrestling moment. Yeah, we need like a little bed, don't we? Yeah, let's make a jingle. Featuring two wrestlers that actually I think all of you will have heard of: Brett the Hitman Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. I used to be him when we played um, WWE on PlayStation. Yes. That was always my character. <laughs> so many, many moons ago, it's kind of the making of Stone Cold. This, um, he was feuding with Brett, and he cut a promo. Where he said, "If you put an A, if you put an S at the start of Hitman, you'll have my opinion of Bret Hart." So maybe you can use that and kill this twat. Classic, classic funny wordplay. Um, okay, good. so uh, I got a 16 on intimidation. You got a 16. Okay, bear with. Okay, the assassin gets a 17. Um, is not intimidated, but you have covered him in blood from your own mm. body. Uh, uh, <laughs> you have uh, it, my Team America moment of waking yeah. up and just being like. <laughs> 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 Wicked. Yeah, you, you spit blood in this assassin's face. At the very least, I've soiled his coat, and that's going to be a bugger to dry clean, so I feel <laughs> good about that. Um, we go back to the top of the round. Titus, that's you. You have commando rolled out the way of these steel steps. You have seen Volok's body go limp as it crashes into them. The 300-pound steel steps! Um, he's lying, not unconscious on the floor, but he is incredibly fatigued. Um, what do you want to do? I'm kind of pitying the poor twat now, so I think I'm going to try and try and get him back in the ring. Because look, revenge is sweet and all that, but we're here to win this and reaffirm our champion games win. So, 
yeah, so he's he's sort of <laughs> crumpled over the steps or collapsed on the floor or whatever. So I, I, can he even stand? He is desperately, with every last bit of energy that he's got, trying to crawl towards you. Like just using his arms. It's it's oh, it's God. hideous. It's it's pathetic, really. But he is he does not want to go home. It might be time to. Uh, can I pick him up and put him over my shoulder and try and get him back in the cell and back in the ring? Okay. Um, you're very close to him, so that's fine. You already stood up. Uh, make me make me an athletics check to pick him up. He is the same-ish size and weight as you. Okay. Ooh, uh, 14. 14 will do it. You absolutely fireman carry Volok over your shoulders, just bleeding blood all over you. It looks like it, it looks like Triple H versus Mankind with the thumbtacks. That's exactly what it looks like. There's so Ugh. much blood um, just pouring out of this man. And you, to be fair, you've taken a, a huge fall. But you yeah. use your movement to get through the busted um, Hell in a Cell cage door. And you could probably use your movement to like put him on the apron of the ring. Maybe not push him all the way yeah. in, but you can get him to there. Yeah, let's do that. Can I... My plan, Ollie, is to... Uh, Spinebuster him when he comes, gets up and swings for me, because I've got a feeling he's still got... He's crawling towards me, he's got something mm. left. So I want him to swing, and I grab him and just spinebust the <laughs> shit out of him. But uh, it, that involves him at least attempting to come at me. So I, can I ready that action as well? Yeah, of course you can, absolutely. You, you ready in action to reverse anything that Volok puts towards you, a punch, a throw, a clothesline, whatever. You stand there, you put your open fists up, um, pull your fingers towards your face as if to say, come at me. Just bring it. Just bring it, exactly that. Um, Titus, is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn before we move on? <laughs> Whenever you ask that question... Make me think. It's just it's, it's just something just that your character on. does and come on does a lot and ding ding ding. Just, I've only got, you can do it. I know, but I've only got one <laughs> rage left. I suppose I am gonna. Okay. No, I'm gonna cause him damage oh, before no the fair. end of this they, turn. Yeah, yeah. No. We we don't want to get you to spunk all your rages. So. Oh, it's good. It is a good point. Actually, very. Yeah. I stand. I apologise, Adam, for for meta gaming you because that's a really good point. <laughs> I'll, sh I'll get back in my box. Don't worry. So I'll, I'll not use it yet, just in case. He does like if he runs away, I've raged and nothing's happened, and I haven't taken any damage, and neither has he. So yeah, I'll just keep that one in reserve. There's a little bit of Popeye spinach. Nice. Okay, you ready your action to reverse any move that Volok puts towards you? Um, we go to the assassin. The assassin, although bloodied and beaten, is going to cast Grasp on Ark. Ark, make me a constitution saving throw, please. You've got to be a 15 to not be essentially grappled where you stand. Okay. Okay. Right. So, I got a 16 on the dice. You pass. 
you see this dark, smoky, corporeal energy come out of the end of this hooded, cloaked figure's wizard sleeve, as it were, and, <laughs> and try and wrap around you and, and consume you. And this almighty radiant aura from you just pierces through like a blinding light and disperses all of this smoke away. Um, you stay steadfast and look directly into the eyes of this assassin. This is the first time you've properly clocked eyes. Um, Ark, make me a perception check. Natural one. Natural one. <laughs> okay. Through all the hubbub and commotion, you look into the eyes of this assassin, but you don't quite get the silhouette of this assassin's face to figure out who or what they are. Cool. The assassin is now going to use a bonus action and try to hide. Okay. The assassin got a nat 20. Wow. <gasps> He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> no one knows. He's a ghost like Swayze. <laughs> disappears. Ark, you lock eyes with this thing, this assassin, and no sooner have you delved into the depths of his soul through his eyes, he is gone into the crowd. He's not turned invisible, he's not teleported, he is very much still within your range, your presence, but he just disappears into the crowd and he is gone. That's the end of the assassin's go. Ark, it's your turn. Um, so I'm just going to turn to Vixen and go, are you, you all right? Yeah, I think so. <sighs> Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> no, he, he had lovely eyes, though. Lovely <laughs> eyes. Um, I don't know where he's gone. Um, I'm going to just try and find him. So I'm going to fly up in the air. Uh, you think? Oh, oh yeah. Fly back down. Nope, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry, what? Interactions 101. Um, do you think that was the guy? The guy that got Zach? Oh, oh no. We, we decapitated that guy. We did. Let me completely go. <laughs> oh, we really, we really killed that guy. He's currently on uh, Titus's belt, if you look over there, I think. Oh, he's, yeah, we probably, like, mimeared him, didn't <laughs> yeah, we? we did. forgot about that. <laughs> I actually totally forgot about that. Just looks over at Titus's belt like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> oh no, it ain't that guy. It totally ain't that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, we need to find that twat quick. Um, how, what's what's your plan? Uh, I'm just going to fly up and have a look. Yeah, that's that's it, that's my okay. plan. <laughs> um, Solid. Don't v- have a Vixen, good... Vixen, as a, as a reaction, are you are you giving Ark the help action here? Yeah, I could. I mean, I don't really know why he'd need me to help him fly, but I can. Oh, I mean, in terms of looking around, yeah, yeah of course, absolutely. That would be helpful. Yeah, that would be, helpful. Yeah. That would be very helpful. Yeah, I mean, it it gives him advantage on his next perception check to find somebody, so that's quite helpful. But yeah, yeah, I'll help. I'll help. If it, with with all this talk back and forth with you and Ark, it sounds like you you both want to find this assassin. So if you want to use your reaction to give him the advantage on looking, absolutely yeah. can. I, I will do. Yep. Cool. Okay. Have a look then. I fly up ten foot because it's yep. twenty foot, isn't it? The it is. Yeah, go back. 
10, 15 foot, and then have a look. Roll a perception check with advantage, please. I got an unnatural 20 for my first roll. Yeah. Oh, yes. Ah, 14 for my second. So, unnatural 20. Okay, unnatural 20. Didn't even need me to hoist you up in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Although the assassin got a nat 20 to hide, a unnatural 20 will find this assassin. Ark, you see this assassin like 20 feet away from you but right at the edge of the ringside bubble, looking back towards Volok, where Volok is. Um, and you see this, you see this assassin start to kind of drum their fingers on their chest again. Cool. With an unnatural 20, you see that. Uh, so I'm just going to chat to Vixen and just go, he's over there. And as I point towards, I'm going to throw a silent spell at him. Nice. At him, at them, Ooh, at, their, at, at, at them. her, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so silence. Uh, for the duration, no sound can be created within or pass through a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose in range. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage and creatures are deafened while entirely inside. Casting a spell that, inqui- uh, casting a spell that includes a verbal component is impossible. Excellent. You cast silence on the assassin. Yeah. The assassin realizes that silence has once again been cast on them. Um, and they look annoyed, perturbed, and even more determined than before. Ark, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, can I get to the assassin? Uh, you've flown 10 feet up. Your flight speed is 50. You can easily get to the assassin. I'm going to just land right next to him. Okay. <laughs> land on his shoulder like falconry. <laughs> <laughs> Plop down. Ark, where do you want to land? Do you want to land on this assassin or next to? Oh, I'd love to land on the assassin if I can. Talons, okay. talons out. Shit on his head. Oh, yeah. Shit on his head. <laughs> you land talons down on this assassin. They take five points of piercing damage as you land on the assassin. Yeah, lovely. Nice. Thank you. Activate seagull Great. mode. <laughs> mine, <laughs> mine, 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 mine. Take oh, yeah, his my- chips and get the F out of H. <laughs> yeah, mine was more of a peacock, wasn't it? <laughs> I think that's great what a peacock. peacock. I think that's, that's what a peacock sounds peacock. like. I don't know. That's really good. Thank you. Thank that's you. not really a peacock that's... make a noise, but they do. They do make <laughs> a lot of sound, don't they? Because they they attract lady peacocks. I'm just I'm pea hunch- fannies. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> what was that? That was pea. pea. That was pea, pea fannies. fannies. Pea fannies. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Amy Mallet, there was a lot of stuff I had to take out of the last episode, the Monster Manual Madness. So let's so not start sorry. that again, shall we? Um, the the pee fanny, very nice. Um, <laughs> Ark, you land talons down on this assassin. That's the end of your go. We move on to Volok. And Volok... Volok's on the apron. Are you, are you mm-hmm. trying to spine-bust him off the, off the apron? No, God okay. no. I was trying to. Oh, oh yeah, I was. I was thinking I was already in the ring, but I, you can be. In, you can be in the ring. That's cool. You're absolutely in the yeah, ring. Yeah, like I want to slide to the center of the ring and just sort of yeah, just gesture to him from there. So he's either got to roll in and then, or maybe jump over the ropes yeah. or 
whatever whatever's energy's got left in him. Okay. He gets up. He stands. Of course. He is he's a weeble wobble. He is back and forth. He is all over the place. But he locks eyes with you, lifts his barely held together arm and points towards you. And says, I'm running you down, you motherfucker. And he lifts up his right arm to come at you and clothesline you to the mat. Roll me. You've readied an action to reverse it. So you're both going to roll strength saving throws, please. Yes! That's my best one. <laughs> Here comes the nat one. <laughs> okay. It wasn't a nat one. It was a 19. A 19. Ooh, okay. Solid. Very solid. Very good roll. Yeah. Um, Volok only got a 10. What a bitch. Who's <laughs> <laughs> here? So he raises his right arm, runs towards you, expects you to, you know, see the arm and take the fall. But you leap into action. Titus, explain to me what you do, please. Uh, yeah, basically, I use his momentum against him. So I sort of pick him up whilst he's running, but using his momentum and turn him and then just slam him on his back. Uh, Arn Anderson, if anyone wants to Google what that sort of spine buster should look like. Or oh, Carl Anderson's got quite a good one as well. Um, but yeah going to knock the wind out of him hopefully and put him down there it's basically what the rock used to do just before he hit the people's elbow nice gets them into people's elbow fuck this should i do a people's elbow guys (laughs) yeah i mean what what's the yeah absolutely sounds great to me Uh, does does it involve a lot of people how many people's elbows does it involve it only involves one person. It was always, like, he's my favourite, The Rock. But in reality, looking at it, it's just an elbow. <laughs> like, it's a snazzy but elbow. Is it the elbow that belongs to the people? Because I feel like yeah, that's... I think, yeah, I think the people want to see it. It's is, the uprising. Is it, is it the most electrifying move in all of sports entertainment? Or is that The Rock bottom? It, it is in the it is in the Wilborn household. I'll take that for free. <laughs> there we go. Well, that is the end of Volok's go. He is in perfect position to be people's elbowed but we move on to vixen Mm -hmm. what are you doing okay so i've obviously used one of my bardic um i am just examining what my spell slots are saying um because i've arc has pointed to this um uh assassin and i can actually see through the crowd where he is right i've got him in my sights thanks to vixen what's your passive perception do you know where to find that on your D &D beyond I do. Sheet. Yeah, it's sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, yeah, you see, like with with, uh, with your and Ark's help to find this assassin, you see exactly where this assassin is. Got it. Nice. Okay. So, am I? Uh, question: Am I in Ark's little bubble of silence? Ark, what's the range of your silence spell? It's like Twenty foot. Twenty foot sphere. It? So, I would have popped it on the dude. So, I think you would just be just out of it at the moment. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, cool. you are. You are right on the outside of it. Right. I'm just going to try and get this guy down as quick as possible. So I'm going to use Eldritch Blast on him um, because the range of that is 240 feet. Um, I Because that's kind of a spell sniper move, am I right in thinking that I can be quite precise with that and I'm not going to hit 
any of the on bystanders. Because I've you... been there before. <laughs> <laughs> I sniped Titus in the in the chops. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, uh, a it's burn. it's a it's a roll to hit spell, isn't it? You got to roll a yeah, d twenty to hit. So just don't roll in that one, and we'll see what okay. happens. All right, here goes. Here goes nothing. It was a nat twenty, <sighs> so it's a twenty six. Oh. Wow. <gasps> 26. Wow. Uh, okay. v- Vixen, roll your damage, please, for that Eldritch Blast. Oh, my God. So I'm basically the Sam Fisher of Eldritch Blasts. I have made that <laughs> so incredibly sniper precise. Okay. Uh, right. So the um, damage is going to be 14. And is that already doubled or not yet? Uh, no, sorry. That's not doubled. So 28. <laughs> nice. I just Christ. kind of wanted to do that for dramatic effect. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's Vixen. 20, 28. V- Vixen, <gasps> as you as you point towards this assassin, your eldritch blast emanates from your fingertip and it parts the crowd in front of you <laughs> as if the magic oh. that is within you is like it's as if Zakaya is in, is like imbued within your magic. It's so caring and kind that it finds every which way to move out the way of any innocent bystander and just get Excuse to me, that target. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse sorry, me, pardon me. Sorry. Magic coming through. Sorry, my, sorry. Friend, my friend's sorry. there. My friend's there. I need to get to my mate. Sorry, I've just bought some beer. <laughs> that would be so handy in a pub or club. Just Eldritch blast people out the way. Um, yeah, this 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 glorious blue arcanic kind of magic, which has this like purple tint to it, um, just parts the crowd. Um, not hurting them at all and strikes this assassin in the back this assassin falls down to its knee Um, so you've not knocked it prone but this assassin now will have some kind of disadvantage on movement on their next turn Um, but the assassin is not knocked dead or unconscious Vixen, is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? So as I've sort of fired off this blast and I see him go down, I'm going to shout up, Ark, he's on his knees, get him, get him now. Actually, no, you're there, aren't you? You've already landed on him because you were on his head. And I, I can't it, hear because it's silent. It's silence, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah, a very good point. Okay, do, in that case, I, do, I will just I do say... I want to give you a little, sorry, Amy, just not to backseat game, but um, no, no. Eldry Blast has two beams. It does have two beams. <laughs> Does have two beams? Um, yeah, actually, I let me read that again because I did. I your fifth level. Oh my god! Yeah, it is. It is two beams, isn't it? Because it's mm. fifth. In that case, yeah. All right. <laughs> It'd be really funny if this one's <laughs> like Poor so bastard. incredibly elegant and it's like, sorry, sorry, excuse me, pardon me, and then literally the next one just obliterates everyone. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, shit! <laughs> I tried so hard. Um, I was class. waiting for you or Jamie to call out that there were two beams, and I was going to happily move on if you didn't suggest the second beam. But oh, here we are. Roll to what hit would on that my second life beam. Be without Jamie Powers, honestly. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Second beam. Second beam. Second beam. Uh, oh, roll to hit, sorry. Um, yeah, yes, please. Hit that first. Uh, so we've got 24 on that second one. I am having an on-fire night. with A 24 to hit? Okay. 24, right. yeah. Sorry, what? 18, <laughs> 18 plus 6. Oh, my um, God. And then my force uh, for the attack is... So it's 9. 9 damage on this attack. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, both these Eldritch Blasts hit. 
knocks this assassin in the spine. The weight of arc on this assassin's shoulders brings it down to one knee. Um, Vixen, is that the end of your go? It sure is. Yeah, it sure is. How's he looking? How's our man looking? He's looking fucked up. Yeah. Real fucked up. Really, nice. really, really fucked up. Um, we go back to the top of the round. Titus, you stand feet either side of the face of Volok. You fling your arms either side. You taunt the crowd. They are with you. What do Elbow you do? Elbow pad? Oh, yeah. Oh, I assume because I'm wearing my gear, on. I? So I assume I'll have an elbow pad. You can have an elbow pad, absolutely. Grab the elbow pad, pull it off. I try and throw it into the crowd, but we're in a cell, so that probably won't work still. <laughs> you throw it out the door and it lands on the floor and a fan picks it up. Yes. <laughs> it, hits the, it hits the assassin in the head. <laughs> Dead. Gone. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Sweet. Swing, uh, swing my arms back and forth. Hang on, let me just double check this to get this right. <laughs> so that's he's there, so he's gone. Yeah, he goes left first. So I go left, hit the ropes, run over, jump over Volok, hit the other side of the ropes, and I want to Ollie another classic wrestling moment. Now, uh, the Rock uh, wants to hit the people's elbow on the British Bulldog, but for some reason. I think, well, because the British Bulldog used to be covered in oil. Really slippy. <laughs> oh. So the Rock this. hit the ropes. <laughs> the Rock hit the ropes on the way back. And normally he'd sort of run the final sort of three steps. So he's next to his opponent and then drop the elbow. But it was so slick. He just slid on his feet perfectly. <laughs> I think whilst wearing sunglasses. And then he nailed it on him. It was great. So I'd like to attempt something like that if possible. Okay. You run. You hit the ropes. You run back, jump over Volok's body. You hit mm -hmm. the ropes again. And as you hit the ropes, you feel, you feel every fiber in these elastic wrestling ring ropes tighten against your muscular, vascular body. Oh, steady on Ollie. Time. <laughs> I'm going to say my favourite phrase, guys. Time slows down. Oh. Everything comes to a halt. Everyone comes. Everyone comes. <laughs> everyone. Everyone in the stadium. 600,000 people all jizz same at the same time. time. You see the stadium fill with a wash of white, frothy liquid as the flood... Is that what the people's elbow really is? Sorry. Oh, oh my God. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, brilliant. Titus, as you hit these ropes and make everybody come, roll me a religion check. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, bollocks, where's that? Oh! It hit all the other dice. I got mm. confused. Die, sorry. Oh. Uh, again, 19. Titus. Time is still completely slowed down. And as you rebound off of these ropes in incredible slow motion, you hear the growls 
and the barks and the scuffs and scrapes of wolves in your head and in your mind barking as if they're howling at the moon and you see the face of your uncle naked storm warrior Caligavi a prick just appear in front of you doesn't say anything but growls along with this this pack of wolves and you feel this dark corporeal smoky energy try to envelop you Titus roll me a wisdom saving throw to not get not one of my strong strong points <laughs> but I bet we, to be fair you said that about your, your strength and didn't you get a nat one on it <laughs> yeah. maybe it'll be the reverse maybe it'll be the reverse maybe it's opposites day Woo. <laughs> 17 yes, 17. yes. <laughs> nice Titus, in this moment, this blue, arcanic energy erupts from your body and shoots straight towards the face of your uncle, immediately destroying all these animalistic wolves that are surrounding him. And you see his face start to fade and dissolve away. And you hear, like, muffled screams in the back, like blood curdling screams and the blue arcanic energy gets to the face of your uncle and it starts to evaporate and disappear but as this happens you see the face of your mother Titus please remind us of the name of your mother is Vonna Dreamweaver Caligavi. You see Vonna, who also screams out and cries as the face of your uncle is destroyed and this blue arcanic energy ricochets off of this effigy of your uncle and hits her. Time speeds up again, and the vision is gone, and you are heading directly towards Volok. What are you doing? You're already going to do the people's elbow. Hmm. So it's throwing me a little bit, that. Um, maybe you're not quite as enthusiastic with this people's elbow all of a sudden. A bit distracted. Um, but muscle memory will hopefully still serve me. Okay. Uh, so I yeah, slide next to... Basically, I'm sort of stood over Volok. And then I just swing my elbow and drop it onto his chest. You hear the crowd erupt. Hundreds of thousands of people within this stadium. This is one of the moves they've wanted to see you perform for so long. You know, within the GWF to have your chance to fight Volok in a ring like this. And people are getting to see it on a, on a world stage, even if it's an exhibition match. Not that it's, you know, you're not playing for the gold. You're not, 
You're not defending anything. You are. This is. I mean, this is for the champion game championship, so it it has that mm -hmm. weight and gravitas to it. But seeing the face of your mother, Vonna, has thrown you for a little bit of a loop, and mm. you you wonder why you would see the face of Vonna and your uncle in the same vision. Pyrotechnics erupt as your elbow connects with Volok's chest. Confetti. People are stomping their feet. Any food or drink that was in the, stand, in the stands is uplifted into the air. And everybody is chanting your name. Thunder! 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 It'd be worse if it's bastard. <laughs> they picked the right part of the name. Yeah. So I've hit the elbow, Ollie. Yeah. Let's take it home. That feels like a good place to to finish this thing off. Uh, Titus. Yeah. Crawl over. Hook. Hook the leg. You. Elbow drop. The crowd goes crazy. You hook the leg and push down on Volok's shoulders. As you push down on his shoulders, you feel the wind just being your your mass in your body weight pushing down on his rib cage, and you feel all of this air exhale out of Volok's esophagus up the back of your neck and for a second it gives you spine chilling tingles as you look around at this crowd this stadium in absolute aura of what's going on you see this corporeal uh referee slide into the ring you hear one Two. Go on. Kick out. Oh! oh no! Volok's shoulder, his left shoulder, raises into the air, and as if he's got nothing left to give, just hangs there in the air, as if he is rigor mortis at this point. Bloodied, beaten. Titus, what do you do? Like, uh, is there shock and awe on your face as this happens? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not questioning the referee's decision but it is wait two that you, 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 what what two naan breads jeremy two that's insane, <laughs> that's insane ref. um yeah i'm just gesticulating at the ref two two the referee puts up two towards you puts up two towards the uh, where, the ring where the ring announcer would be or where the bell would ring um, and yet everybody in the stadium just they're not booing, they're loving that this is the kind of match that they're getting to see an exhibition match at Stadia Concretia outside of the GWF this is entertainment for them this is, this is the best show on earth um, and mm. they equally love it and equally hate it all at once can Titus, me that's and... the end of your go. Cool. I was going to say, can me, yeah. me and Ark can see what's going on, can't we? Are we allowed to talk through the headsets at any point? Of course you are, absolutely. Anytime yeah. you guys want to talk through those headsets, carry on. 
Well, I'm, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to, because obviously we can see, we're obviously, you know, even though we've just attacked this assassin and um, literally it's all going off in this bubble of silence, like, I'm still slightly out of that, so I can still hear the one, two, like, the, the whole thing going on with him kicking out. So I'm just going to, in my kind of headset, uh, across telepathically, I guess, to Ark, uh, to Titus, I'm just going to say, mate, I don't like the look of this. I think he's trying to get you. He he wants you to go too far. Please don't go too far. Not just for your career, but think about everything that's at stake here. I I don't want I don't want you to to suffer because of this. I think he is he's gonna he wants you to to pull the plug on him. Just try and be the bigger yeah, man, Titus. We have to win. I know, I know. I have to put him down for three. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, just just don't, whatever you do. I mean, I don't I don't know what kind of fighter you've been in the past, but I just, I don't want you to have to take the fall. It feels like he's goading you. Yeah. Do what you need to do, man. I'm going to just yell at him to stay down, Ollie. <laughs> you can yell at Volok to stay down. Yeah, just say, this isn't worth it, Volok. Stay down. You listen here, you piece of shit. (coughs) I'm not going home. It's not, it's not my time. It's not your time. We put on the show, but I want... I want to end you. I think I say to him, look, I know we've had our problems, our history, but is it really worth this? Your health? Your life? Titus, as you say that to Volok, the growls of the face of your uncle start to emanate from within Volok's chest. Guys, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess, like, yeah, all I would say as Vixen is, you know, would Zali, like she would not want you to take this man's life as broken as he is like this. And obviously Vixen doesn't know the stuff that obviously that we know as players in the things that Titus has dealt with before when obviously him and uh, Elman Monroe got kind of sieged in that place and you killed that guy with the door, which we all kind of like make sort of jest (laughs) about, but like that was a very big thing. Like you literally, you know, absolutely murdered a guy who really was just there to kind of detain you so um yeah that's do what you need to do titus do what you need to do but just beware i think he won't stop till he's till he's dead and i I don't want you to have to suffer the consequences of that you and zali yeah titus romeo religion check That's more like it. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Titus, even with an eight, and I can say this much, even with an eight, you see the face of your father and you see your finisher move, the tombstone pile driver. Yep. Can I talk? Can I say anything to him? Of course you can. I'd say do I win at any cost do I really use that kill shot such a good question to ask such a good question your father in this instance with an eight does not communicate verbally to you But in this instance, you see, you then see your father and your uncle from good times in kind of a vision, kind of flashback memories from when you were a child. And you see them shaking hands with members of their community, fans, people who loyally follow wrestling. But then you see all the good that your father and your uncle's personalities did out in the community. All the, all the money that they made for the casinos went back into impoverished parts of Olay. Like wrestling isn't just an entertainment sport for people to enjoy. It's a way for Olayans to make money and give back to their community while picking them out of some of the most impoverished impoverished times in their lives. You see your father and uncle in soup kitchens serving the homeless. You see them erecting playgrounds at schools. You see them doing all the good in the community. bigger than this isn't it that's what it is it's bigger than me beating Volok it might even be bigger than the Champions Games at the end of the day getting the W here but at what cost I'm waiting to see what Volok does when he gets up. Okay. Titus, that's the end of your go. We move on to the assassin, who is currently on one knee with an arc-shaped bird on his shoulders and two burned, imprinted eldritch blasts emanating from its back. And the assassin places its hand on the glass dome surrounding Ark, Vixen, and all the party-goers. Okay. It's a nat 20 from the assassin. Ark, because you're the closest, 
you see dark corporeal magic kind of like kind of like drawing pins almost shoot out of this assassin's hand and cracks the glass and you see the dome that you're all in just completely cracks in an instant and then glass starts to fall and shatter and cut and pierce all these party goers below you Ark and Vixen give me dexterity saving throws to not be absolutely slashed to bits by this falling glass God I got a 13 I got a 19 the assassin got a 17 you all pass you in some arcanic looking as if like you all suddenly became the flash like you're just dodging pieces of glass that are falling but as you look around and you're dodging you see that all these party goers are getting sliced and cut and bleeding and the screams get louder and people fall on the floor um the glass dome above you has been shattered and you now have access to the whole of the arena. The assassin, who will have disadvantage on this now that the crowd is starting to disperse, is going to try and hide. Ark, you will have an opportunity attack. So if you'd like to make your opportunity attack first, go ahead. Uh, hold on. So I have to use my sword because I've got my silence up, so I can't cast a spell. Um, so... Oh, shit. How did he manage to cast a spell, the guy? Was it just touch rather than sound, vocalisation? Yeah, so you've, so you've got... Here we go. You've got vocal components, semantic components, and material components of all your spells. So you've got some spells got that just yeah. touch if you I want to fire up a touch. I figured that was the case. Yeah, I've got a few like that myself. Okay, cool. Uh, I've rolled a 24. Oh, what was that roll for? Sorry, I completely to forgot. Hit. <laughs> to, to hit. With <laughs> to it, hit with a sword. sword. Yeah. With a melee weapon attack. Hits. Roll your damage. Eight. Eight slashing. Eight slashing damage. Arc. Oh, go on. You slash into the cloak of this assassin. And as you do, you see Obi-Wan Kenobi style, the hooded cloak fall to the floor with no body in it. And as you do, you see this corporeal smoke erupt from the cloak and you are now faced with a mind shadow in front of you. Oh, no! For fuck's sake. Cool. <laughs> Ooh. Didn't expect Ark. that. Ooh. Ark, is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Um... So have I just used a reaction? It's just a, you a, have used a reaction, yes. So have I got? Because it was still his turn, wasn't it? So it was his turn it to was. smash, and he's moved. So it's you know, it's, it's now your it's now your go. 
fuck. Can I shout to Ark? Can I just be like, we have to end this. We have to get people to stop this. What the fuck is going on? This is this isn't right. Like, what? Where the hell are the security? Where the hell are the people in charge? Where's the games master? I can't hear any of that. You can't because you're silenced. So it's just me screaming into the abyss, which is even yeah. more poetic. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's you screaming at a silence bubble with Ark and now a mind shadow in it. Oh, um, God. The same mind shadows that you experienced in your dreams, in your visions. Um, as we've kind of discovered before, mind shadows are now no longer just within your mind. They can appear in the real world, and one has appeared in front of you, which you guys haven't experienced for a little while. Oh, shit. Right. Um, I think it's it's... All attack now, actually. I think that's what I have to do. I have to really fuck up this mind shadow. Uh, so, um, I don't have many spell slots left, actually. So, this will be interesting. What I'm going to do, I'm going to break concentration on my silence. And I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians. Okay, read Spirit Guardians aloud, please. So... Spirit Guardians, uh, you call forth spirits to protect you. They flit around you a distance of 15 foot for the duration. If you are good or neutral, uh, their spectral form appears as angelic or fae. They're birds, as we all know. Uh, you can designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. An affected creature's speed is halved in the area, and when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant damage, um, on a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage. So I'm going to fire up my spirit guardians. Lovely. You fire up the spirit guardians. Um, oh, just because of the mindset that Ark is in. Um, I don't, I don't, <gasps> yes. I don't think. Let's let's not make them beautiful birds like like ravens, kind of like just dark ravens, kind of floating around him. Vixen, you see this. You, I believe only up until this point, with all the, the fighting in the stadium, have only seen these golden effervescent birds that Ark has produced with his magic. But you see this dark, blood-curdling kind of, almost like undead-looking zombie ravens that appear as his, his spiritual weapons. What the hell is he doing? He can hear me now as well, can't he? So I can shout to him. Yep. Ark, Ark, you've got to stop this. Find the games master. What the hell is going off? We've got to stop this now. People are going to die. People are going to get... What I know what you're trying to do, but we need that. We also need that guy alive. Can I see that it's a mind shadow at this point as well? Yes, you can. I yeah. can. Oh, yeah, Everybody in the stadium can. Fuck's sake, we need that guy. I need what is in his head. I need him alive. Ark, please stop this. Please just... I, I don't know how, but is there anyone's attention we can get? Is the Games Master here? Uh, I'm going to reply to Vixen. I'm going to go, I have been so restrained 
I have lost my son today. This mind shadow is going to die. And I just like, you see kind of these like ravens just get really, really quick just around me, like fluttering around me. Ark, believe me, I am, I know exactly what it's like to lose a child. I know that pain, but we can't injure these innocent people. This, this fucking dome is coming down. We need to evacuate. We need to stop this. Do what you must. I'm, I'm going to look for a way to, to call off the match. Ark doesn't answer. Oh. <laughs> I have got goosebumps over here, guys. Um, Ark, that's the end of your go? Yes. Oh, actually, movement, I'm just getting right up in his face. Right up in the Mind Shadow's face. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay. It's Volok's go. <laughs> Everyone oh. just forgot about Volok. <laughs> <laughs> Volok is lying on the canvas, arm still in the air, rigor mortis style, hung. He can't even believe that he kicked out. He doesn't understand it. But he feels this, like, pain and anguish inside of him, as if this blue arcane that was surrounding him has turned evil. As if the blue arcane was an activator but something else seems to be controlling him. And Volok stands. <laughs> Titus, you... <clears throat> Titus, you can't believe it. The crowd can't believe it. Volok stands and says, If you take me home, if you take us home, None of this will be worth it. Your father is dead. Your mother is widowed. You are not the hero you think you are. They won't stop, Titus. They won't stop. Until everything is rearranged. The undead loyalists want the power. Volok. Volok, sometimes being a hero isn't always about winning. It's about doing the right thing. I'm gonna. Mm. Am I? <laughs> I'm fighting every urge here. I want to tombstone this prick. I want to take his head off with a lariat. I want to kick his teeth down his throat. But I don't. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. As much as I want us to win the champion games and all that plan that we've come up with and everything like that, I don't think I, I don't think we can. I don't think that's I don't think that's our destiny. I think we have to find another way. 
and I think everyone knows the history books may record it differently but I think that everyone knows who won the champion games mm-hmm. you know aside from this technicality bollocks this will be the the Max Verstappen Lewis Hamilton of the champion games it, it, it's all, it was Lewis but you know it was Lewis. Don't get it me started Lewis, on that, by but the way. The, you know, <laughs> like, it, was, it, was, it 100% was Lewis. I think we all know that. Volek had to do the FIA cock, and, you know, he had to be... I, he was the Michael uh, Massey of this situation, and we just have to accept that. This is maybe something more for no dice, but I, shoot, haven't watched a single moment of Formula One since that last race of that oh, season. I was fuming. I was absolutely livid. I'm done. I'm done. I was like, oh, okay, if we can just make this shit up as we go along, then what's the point? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I think I don't think pinning him or submitting him or even there was a bit when all the other turns was going on and I was like I can't pin him because I'd have to hit him with a move that could kill him considering how fucked up he is and what he's taken already. He's not going to submit and yeah, arm yeah, I was thinking like cuz he had his arm in the air. I was like, well, like, I could arm bar that but then he just won't tap and then I'll have to snap his arm. Yeah. And there's not many heroes that you can say, oh yeah, yeah, the, 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 the hero's the guy who broke that guy's arm in three places. <laughs> then I was thinking I could put a choke on him and like choke the life out of him. But then I thought, no, he's going to die <laughs> as a result of that. Some dark energy is going to keep him keep him from not passing out until, oh, it's either not pass out or instantly dead. So I, I think we're just going to have to to take the high road here, guys. I do apologise. Never apologise to us on this, Titus. You are today right. the hero that your your father would have wanted you to be. He would be so incredibly proud. I know what I'm going to do. So yeah, I'll say to Volok, Volok, being the hero isn't always about winning the day. It's about doing the right thing. And I think I'm still wearing the utility belt thing. Uh, And I'm going to reach into it and pull out something that I've never mentioned is actually in the utility belt previously. But as a wrestler, it's just something we carry on us. And I'm I'm trying to get around uh, the fact that I've never mentioned this before or included it in my... uh, (laughs) Included it in my inventory. Uh, But Ollie, I'm going to pull out a towel and toss it to the referee and uh, walk out and throw it in the towel, guys. Okay. Um... Titus, what I'm going to say... Because it's Volok's turn right now. You'll oh, get. You're, yeah, sorry, you're, no, it's okay. That. It's okay. It's okay. This is rule of cool. You you get the towel out, and you're ready in action to throw it towards the referee. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say that happens. But everybody in the crowd is going fucking nuts and crazy because they realise exactly what you're doing. They realise this symbolic gesture that you're doing as you look upon this opponent of yours who is so close to death that you you realize it's not right to carry on yeah so you pull this towel out you 
You may, you might even just put it over your shoulder for a second. I think I'm wiping my face with it. Like I'm just smothering my face. I've just wiping all the sweat and the dirt and the blood away. Yeah. And just, yeah, taking a moment for myself in amongst all this. And as you turn away and walk to the to the ropes to step over them and exit just before you throw down the towel, Volok launches at you. Um, roll me a roll me an athletics check. Okay. <laughs> Twenty-two. <laughs> yes. Volok grabs you. Only with a nine. So, oh. so with your twenty-two, Titus, what do you do to reverse this move? So he's, so he's what trying to. Hit? He's 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 coming at you like it's going to be Suplex City as you walk away. So he's he's going to grab me from behind. Yep. Oh 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 oh! Can I go? Can I backflip? Land <laughs> <laughs> on my yes. feet. I mean, it's fitting, isn't it? It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Titus, tell me exactly what you want to do here. Tell me the full extent of what you want to do. So I'm picturing, yeah, he's gone to grab me around the waist to Brock Lesnar, suplex me on the back of my head. But because he's only got a nine, and as you keep mentioning, he's nearly dead. <laughs> he's not really got the force to get me out, to go backwards with me. So he just sort of has to throw me backwards. But I re- realise what's happening. Muscle memory kicks in, and I flip and land on my feet. And then I'm going to roll him up. You're going to try pinning him again? Him. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> can you imagine? No, I'll be a good... Wait! The biggest heel tactic in the world. <laughs> suffocates him with the towel. <laughs> yeah, whip him like... To, what's the, the lad called in The Simpsons? Don't I have had too much chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, don't yeah. chase me! I'm full of chocolate. I'm full of chocolate. <laughs> That's it. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just land on my feet and stare at him. I think. Okay. And just shake my head. Yeah. You do the flip. You land on your feet. You see Volok's fatigued body, like with a with a suplex city. It's three suplexes, four, five, maybe six in a row. Yeah. You just see that his body just gives out as he like flips you over him and his shoulders and back just hit the mat. You hear the wind coming out of his lungs. Um, he, he tried. You've reversed it. He just lies there, arms out to the side in the middle of the ring. That's the end of Volok's go. Vixen, it's your go. Okay. Can I see um, the Games Master anywhere? Uh, the Games Master isn't down on the arena. The Games Master would be like up in the gods in like the commentary box. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you, you, you don't, there aren't any, there aren't any like officials out here on, on the arena. But, okay. yeah, you have, a, you have a shattered dome with a bunch of 
party people who are now in the arena or can access the arena. Um, but yeah, you don't so see the glass the has Master. finished falling, hasn't it? Everything glass has finished falling. Down. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, can I look up at the commentary box? You can. Yep. What can I see? Uh, you see the games master and a bunch of staff. I mean, it's like hundreds of feet away, but with your with your keen eyesight, you you spot the games master in the box. Okay, I'm going to send him a message. So I'm basically going to eldritch blast that box in order to try and smash it. Because I am fucked off that this is something that Titus has basically had to choose between his career and his honour and the champion games. I think the rules are fucked and I am going to get that Michael Massey bastard. Yes. (laughs) So I'm, yeah, I'm going to send a very important message to him that he needs to get his ass down here now and handle this situation because people are dying. So I am going to, yeah, fire up an Eldritch um, blast to, um, to the box. What do I have to roll to hit that? Uh, yeah, ro- just roll to hit. Roll what you normally would do with um, with Eldritch Blast, please. And if you want to do two beams, go for it. Yeah, I've got two beams in in mind. The first one I rolled an eight, so I don't think that would hit, would it? Uh, yeah, that's not going to hit. Okay, all right. Next, next one. Next one was a twenty-three. Oh, 23 hits, definitely. What are okay. you aiming for? You're aiming for the the commentary for the box. glass, basically. Yeah, I want to shatter okay. the glass in front of him. Yeah. Um without even rolling damage the glass shatters it absolutely shatters you uh you get the attention of the games master you get the attention of everybody within uh the the commentary box um just for just to remind people as well listening um i know we do a podcast that's over two hours of like combat but all these rounds are happening within like six seconds of each Mm -hmm. other so although it feels like sometimes you're like why isn't anybody here why isn't anybody doing anything you know we've done like Mm. three or four rounds that's like 20 something seconds at this point um exactly yeah but you see the games master uh you see guards um they see the glass shatter uh and they stare down at you as well as like have their lances out because they think they're being attacked. They protect mm-hmm. the games master. They protect everybody else in there. Vixen, yep. what else are you doing? So I'm going to shout up to him. You need to bring these reinforcements down here now. There is a mind shadow here. I went a bit Australian then, didn't I? Maybe Vixen <laughs> would have been better if I'd made her Australian instead of got me because it's hard to keep it up for me. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say bring your reinforcements down here now. The games master takes note. Of okay. your request, um, looks looks shocked that the glass has been smashed, um, but you you start to see people move and start making moves um, from all right. the way at the top of the stadium down to the bottom. Okay, so I will then um, turn to so Titus is preparing to do his towel, isn't he, or has he done that now already? He's he's pre- preparing to do his yeah. towel. Preparing to do his <laughs> towel. Um, I think we're going to need Titus on side very quickly to deal with this mind shadow threat. So, uh, what's your health looking like, Titus? That is a very good question. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, don't because I've got because I've been doing my health as part of the match. So technically, yep, I am at death's door. Yeah, it's taken my HP away, hasn't it, Ollie? So I'm. Yeah, so so with the 
with that with the HP being at zero, um, it's obviously got to go below that for you to go one, two, three count. Um, Vixen, if you were to heal, um, if you were to heal Titus, um, if you were to heal, if you were to heal Titus, it would be like he would be coming from coming up from zero. So it's not like he's coming from negative, and you've got to give him all this HP to give him back. So if you give him any HP. Um, it will just come will from zero. Have HP back. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll use. Um, I can cast healing word as a bonus action. So I will do that. Uh, I'll cast it uh, at third level. So three d four plus three. Let me do that now. So you get. Oh, that wasn't even that great. You get eight eight HP back, Titus. You know that'll do you for now, I suppose. I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, right, okay. And I'm just going to communicate with you over the headset as well, over the um, uh, a little cheeky Bluetooth, uh, yes. magic Bluetooth, and basically say, uh, we need to get our asses over there now because Ark is in peril. Got it. Back to the top of the round. Titus, that's your go. I'm going to uh, raise my arm to thank everyone who's cheered me on with the towel in it. Hey, yeah. And despite everything we've been through, I'm going to bow to Volok and then throw the towel to the referee, climb out of the ring, and let's see what's going on with all this mind shadow bollocks. Anything else you want to do with your turn, Titus? Rage. <laughs> hey! Ding, ding, ding. You go into a rage. <laughs> <laughs> After calmly walking away. I love the idea that it's so wonderfully introspective. Like he's just come this, done this massive sort of defining moment in his life where he's realised so much about himself and it's proper therapy. And then he's just like, ah! <laughs> goes off the handle again. Um, right. Titus, you're exiting the ring. Yeah. Okay. Exit the ring. Slide out of the cell. And where where's Jamie in relation to where's Ark in relation to me? About twenty feet away. Um now not encased in a glass dome. Mm. Gotta fight this mind shadow, don't we? Uh oh, can I grab a steel chair from under the ring? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you, you. Let's just say you have one in your inventory for like going forward. I think you should just have a steel chair as a weapon, <laughs> a little foldable one, <laughs> like an IKEA fella that just yeah, us. yeah. This isn't exactly my skill set, mind shadows, but who knows? Maybe they'll be vulnerable to steel chair attacks. Uh, yeah, and just to head over to where Ark is uh, dealing with this mind shadow, I suppose. Okay. Um. Titus, you haven't attacked yet. Can I attack a mind shadow? Yeah, fuck it. Let's swing the chair at it. See what happens. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay, Titus, roll uh, roll to hit with a steel chair. I'm going to say you use the same exact stuff as your sword, just to okay. make it easier. So um, yeah, just roll to hit with your sword. But we're using a steel chair. Uh, oh, 17 17 hits this mind shadow um, roll your damage please same as with the sword again 
Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. Ew. Uh, ten damage. Ten damage. Titus, finish this mine shadow. Oh, that's so I love cool. that. I love it's it. Not about, it's not about hurting people and death. Anyway, just one second. Oh. <laughs> but that's so cool because it's that epic uh, thing of you like walking away from the battle that you know you shouldn't pick and then just hurling a fucking steel chair at this thing and killing it in one and being like <laughs> but healing a steel chair at the fight that you should be yeah, in yeah. like yes I think Amy's right I don't think I swing the steel chair I think I throw it I like to think I hit I don't know what the mind shadow even looks like it's, it's a corporeal smoky black cloud kind of like with a a weird distorted face in it. Yeah, I think I just I just raise the chair over my head and just bring it down and this the smoke just sort of dissipates uh, mm. as the chair I suppose it wouldn't really connect with anything but it's as the chair hits the ground there's no smoke left basically. Yeah, I mean you you throw this chair and it feels like it feels like there's something there. There's not a humanoid kind of body. It just it just feels like you're swinging a chair through fog. Like that's it. But you yeah. still feel it connect within your within your hands, your wrists, your arms. You feel this power of you swinging down, and this mind shadow being defeated. Um, ah, because you stare this mind shadow in the face as it is cut through essentially with a steel chair. You hear this mind shadow's voice within your head whisper. And it says, If not today, if not tomorrow, if not in the next week or month, we will stop you. We will stop Petro Solidus. We are the undead loyalists and we will have our day. Vroom. <gasps> ding 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 you hear the ring bell Titus go off behind you as you see Volok's body lying in the wrestling ring behind you and although the games master has put to work a bunch of people to head down to the stadium you hear uh, you hear the games master over the tannoy say ladies and gentlemen for the first time in champion games history i'm declaring this hell in a cell exhibition match a draw okay the fucking oh. cheek of him and you're all a bit like huh what's going on why and the games master says, The rule of draw has been brought to my attention through interference from both teams. And then Vixen, you feel, you feel that this uh, speech is kind of pointed towards you to start with. And you hear, As... Vixen of Team Arzatit healed Titus Thunderbastard Caligarvi before the match was over. That is interference. Volok 
your team or you are disqualified from this exhibition match through interference, through dark magic. And you hear the crowd kind of go, what? What the fuck is going on? Like you hear people start murmuring between themselves, but you guys know that in your heart of hearts that the match has been called as it should be, which Mm. is there's been interference on both sides. But Titus, you've managed to walk away from something, something important to you, to fight the real fight that's going on with the real team that you should be fighting with. Get in. Well, I don't think that was the result that any of us wanted, but Titus, if I may, you proved yourself worthy of the hand of Zalu today. Thanks, guys. That means a lot. I didn't know your father, but I'm sure he'd be very proud. And now I think we need to... We need to take things up with the Games Master because this is bigger than the Champion Games now. Yeah. I'm just going to pop the towel and the steel chair (laughs) into my utility (laughs) belt. Yep. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Titus, going forward from now... You, as part of your equipment, you will have a steel chair that's just like on your back. You know, like your sword is on yes. your back. Yes. You then also have a steel chair that crosses <laughs> it. So cool. You just, you, you pick up this steel chair. Is it the steel chair that you fell three stories onto? So it's battered and bruised. Yeah, I like but still that. works yeah. like a weapon. Yeah, that's okay. Game. You sheath this steel chair that you <laughs> fell three stories down onto. Um, but you you look at it for a second and maybe you feel like that this is a reminder or it'll take you back to this memory and maybe help you realize that it is not all about winning yes ark vixen titus you're stood in the arena outside the hell in a cell with various partygoers who are all bloodied and slashed and covered in glass. You have the hood of a assassin down on the floor, and you have a stadium of fans all cheering you on. And the games master rings out across the tannoy and says, Because of the draw in today's exhibition match, I now declare officially that the winner of the Champion Games, the year of our purple moon, are the Dwarven team! (laughs) Cheers all across the stadium. What do you guys do? I'm going to cheer as well. I'm just going to go, yep, fair dues. I think we got bigger fucking fish to fry at this point. Oscar loser acceptance face. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, they deserve it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Couldn't have happened to nicer guys. Um, I think Ark doesn't really care. And he's going to start. <laughs> if there's anyone super injured, he's probably going to go over and try and help out, I think. Yeah, there, there, are, there are lots of people who have been absolutely mangled by this these shards of glass you see that the uh, arena doors open up and you see guards like 
lots and lots of guards with stretchers come out and start putting the wounded onto the stretchers and carrying them out back into the hero zone. Ark, from where you are with your keen bird-like eyesight, you see that the, the hero zone has kind of been locked down and that there are medics waiting to treat all the people who have been hurt in this, in this disaster, really. Cool. I think my birds are still going to be up, though. Still flying around. Oh, yeah, there's this, like... There's this hurricane of ravens around you as you're in this, in this, in this rage. Can I go up to the games master, or is he still in his box? Uh, the games master is still in the box. Okay, I'll wait for him to come down, or I'll head there in a moment. You're staying in the stadium. What are you doing? I mean, I want to go up to that box. So, um, whatever Ark Fancy's doing, I'll go. Yeah. With, go with Ark. I'll stick with off. I'll follow up. Um, okay. Yeah. So you guys start tending to the, the wounded, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and pull people back out into the hero zone. Uh, the stadium doors close behind you. No. Uh, no. You can't see the games master yet. He's not there. Um, but there's, mm -hmm. there's various press and... People taking photos, really, but they're, they're being held back by Stadia Concretia guards. And, yeah, people start tending to the wounded. And it's you three, the Dwarven team, party goers. You see Quilly off in the corner, um, who, as you see, he, he, gives you a, he gives you a little nod. He doesn't come directly over to you guys immediately. But, yeah, you, you see everybody that you saw at the party before you went outside there. Yeah, just tend to some of the wounded people and shake the hands of the dwarves. Match well, Bob. Yeah, go and pat the dwarves on the yeah. back. Tell them that they deserve it. The dwarven team shake your hands and kind of signal to you guys and say, kind of under muted breath, enough for you guys to be able to hear, but not for everybody else. I think the plan needs changing ever so slightly, am I right? Hmm. Uh, Ark, where do you reckon we, uh, I think we should probably have some time to talk to the dwarves in private and figure things out? Yeah. Do you think you could kill? Oh god, is it purple? Oh, it's purple, not purple dragon, is it? It's purple dragon. Dead dragon, isn't it? Dead dragon? Dead dragon. I forgot that his name now. Dead dragon, yeah. But the guy's name is Idura, isn't it? Idura, that's Idura. it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. you're asking the dwarves if they yeah, can. Yeah, I'm asking the dwarves, like, can you, do you think you'll be able to kill the dead dragon? I think we still need a plan that involves every single one of us if we're going to. going to kill him and destroy them manipulators. Well, lucky for you, um, this band of. of uh, uh, I don't know, ruffians, I guess, uh, have done everything from releasing a shark to uh, a heist in a mine, <laughs> as far as uh, my daughter's memories confirmed to me. So uh, I think, the you know, between the three of us, we should be able to come up with something. Yeah. Right. Well, look, we're going to be cordoned off very soon in our athletes' quarters, and then we'll be sequestered to go up to the Sky Tower tomorrow afternoon, evening for the the purple moon 
we need to come up with a plan and a, come up with it quick. How many hours is it until the purple moon eclipse? Uh, like a twelve. So there's okay. like there's there's long rest time in there for sure. Okay. It's okay. it's overnight. It's like you guys. This is still only the second day of the games where you guys triumphed initially. Um, so yeah, there's there's twelve hours essentially from. Oh, hold on. No, it's twenty four hours. My bad, because that would be the morning rather. Than, so twenty four hours. Okay, perfect. Let's actually arrange to meet the dwarf somewhere secure. Yes, where would that be? Actually, what happens to us now? Do we get kicked out? Like we've lost. Oh yeah. Do we need to? Do we need to have this conversation like now? Yeah. Even though I don't know, I don't know what the plan is. <laughs> no, I mean, shall we just arrange? Maybe we could offer to go back to the bar with them for a drink, and maybe commandeer a booth or something like we had before. Actually, do you know what? Let's ask Quilly. So, can we beckon Quilly over? All right, guys. Well done. Nice one. Nice one. Nice draw there, Titus. Well done, mate. Well done, there son. Mate. All right, son. Yeah, you did all right out there, mate. Nice Thank one. You, I was I was a bit disappointed. I, d- I didn't get to see that uh, that tombstone pile driver of yours. But you know what? Another day, another match. I'll see it happen. I'm sure. Yeah, stick around. There's still time. <laughs> There's still time. So, Quilly, we need to have a word with the dwarves in private. Uh, is there anywhere we could have uh, a conversation without prying ears, if you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Let's go to one of them. Um, uh, let's go to the press room and then go to one of those podcasting booths where you can all sit in. Remember, we checked last time and there weren't any bugs in there. So I'll do a little investigation yeah. and then you guys can get in there and have a nice little chat to yourselves. That'd be lovely. But like, you know, we, we, I would say let's go an event, but as previous episodes of... Uh, have planned out you don't want to go in the vent that I'm in because it's probably full of cum cum and porn Uh, so yeah yeah yeah, so let's not (laughs) let's not do that no Um, yeah All right. be lucky son go through to the press room and I'll uh, I'll lock the doors behind you and you guys can have a little chat how's that sound alright perfect thanks sweet geese (laughs) be lucky son be lucky be lucky Uh, I guess we go you guys will go yeah yeah okay perfect You go through to the press room. It's oh, see you later, Jamie. <laughs> Is he gone? He's yeah. He's just he's, <laughs> the cat's he's getting, chucking cat's Steve out. out. He's chucking oh, Steve, Steve out. Steve. I'll give him a second just to chuck the cat out. Steve. Steve. I love it when you hear Jamie just go, "Oh fuck off, Steve." Oh Ow. fuck off, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you chuck Steve out. Sweet. That's all yeah. good. Actually, thank you very much. That was the. Oh, is that Sweetie? Oh, sorry. Oh, Steve's, sorry. Steve's the Steve, black cat. Steve wouldn't Steve. have any of that bullshit. He wouldn't be, like, knocking everything over. He'd no. just right, be... okay, fine. Uh, yeah, you all walk into the press room and you head towards one of those booths. Um, and, yeah, Quilly locks the doors behind you so you all have some privacy. Quilly's not joining you in the room. He's kind of like a, a bit of a lookout at this point, just in case. Cool. Um, but it's you guys and the dwarves. So can we just switch the plan around? So instead of you going in the vents and hiding like the breathers and stuff, can we go in the well? Can two of us go in the vents? One of us make a big distraction. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think what you'll do- fit in the vents, Titus. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I was wondering. I thought. 
How's Vixen going to make that big distraction whilst me and you go in the vents? But okay. I was thinking you didn't want to go in the vents because of the aforementioned calm. I thought you were putting me in tightest in the vents. <laughs> we all got, we all took it differently. None of us want to go in the vents. Um, can Titus, can Titus fit in a vent? He did before, um, didn't he? he, he Plane, well, planeswalker. Yeah, that was that was the military facilities vents. Um, but you. Yeah. I mean, you could look at the schematic if you want. You've still got the schematic on you that um, that Quilly supplied you for the Sky Tower. Um, you notice that a lot of the vents are, they'd be small enough for a bird person and a medium-sized human, but a, a large Goliath wouldn't fit in all of them, but could fit in some of them. Okay. okay. Interesting. And I, I have the feeling that if we're trying to be stealthy, maybe not the best bird. <laughs> I, I basically, I've got one of those... An image where I'm halfway through crawling through a vent and the whole thing gives way <laughs> and I just crash to the ground. Plus, if you want to be fair, after what's just gone on, if you want someone to create a distraction and cause a hullabaloo, mm. I'm your guy. I also think as well, we've got to be very careful because we technically now have no reason to be here. The way that this has played out is not what we expected. And I think Ark made a really good point there. We actually rightfully will probably get ex- try to get escorted escorted off the premises so how do we find mm. a reason to stick around titus we- and vixen from your previous times on the champion games you guys will know that you get to stay and enjoy the purple moon festival and all that stuff so you're you're not going to get escorted out it's not like oh you're right. out so goodbye like yeah. the kobolds got chucked out because they had interference the yeah. Gith Yankee team died. Like they, you absolutely yeah. slaughtered all of them, and yeah. Uh, yeah, the other teams. You know, you guys are allowed to stay and enjoy the festivities. You'll have access to the athletes' quarters and all that stuff. So it's not like, oh, you're out, goodbye, get on the plane and go home. Mm. It's just, yeah, you can mm. stick about. Okay. As the okay. winners of the champion games, cool. the dwarven team can invite anybody they want up into the box. So we could be invited up, get rid of all the plan bullshit. No, we don't poison him. All we do is we beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Is that the pl- <laughs> is that the plan? <laughs> I feel like the plan is that we've got rid of it. <laughs> We're just going to go up there and fuck shit we up. We have released the shark. I yeah. think that makes sense. We have released the shark. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> fucking hell. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I think that's probably our best bet is just to kind of, but we are also going to need to remember that Edu Ra does know that we know about the machine because there was that mind manipulator, wasn't there, that he had. So I don't think Edu, I think Edu Ra is a smarter man than to assume that we would just rock up as guests of the dwarves and not try something. Mm. He he Maybe? did it to get you though, didn't he? He did it to give get a champion. Yeah, well, he wanted to sacrifice me. We we suspect, didn't we? Mm. So I yeah, I don't know whether. I mean, is there a world where I kind of go along with that and then we, you know, somehow um, get the drop on him? Well, look, it's kind of it's kind of worked out for the best because Ark and Titus, you're. You're not actually, and I forgive me for saying this, but you're not actually champions right now. We are, and Vixen is. So our numbers are low, but so's his selection of a champion to sacrifice. 
Do we know the dwarves' names, by the way? I've just realised we don't. What are their names? We probably did learn them. You've never point. asked. We can't really. I was going to say, we never have. We never have. We, we've been we bloody calling the them Dwarf team. 1, Dwarf 2 and Dwarf 3. Um, it's a bit late now, it, isn't it? It's a bit late. It's like uni, isn't it? It's you have your, like, you, you have your first yeah, week yeah, and then yeah. you can't ask anyone's yeah. name ever again. Yeah, you have to refer to them as you from Mates. now on and mean all three of them. Mates. Um, friends. Mates. Okay. Um, yeah. We could... Here's a new plan. We just We just go. Then Idira has no champions to, to do a ceremony with. Mm. Like, can, right, but, just right, but they'll. That's true, but they'll they'll try and sacrifice us. Like we, it's not like we can just leave. Should we just yeah, hide? Should we just hide? <laughs> hide and see. And then they'll have to try and find us, like among us, and then we'll 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 get the drop on them. Then. Okay, if that's what you want to do. Uh, I'm not sure about this one, guys. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to work. Um, okay, shall we... I mean, we're running on chaos a little bit, but shall we basically just go up there? Um, I also can't help but feel like we should probably have reinforcement. I can't work out the Game Master's agenda. I feel like... Mm. I don't know if... I'm not going to say he's uh, he's in it up to his neck, but I am obviously furious because... His negligence of the games cost the life of Zach, of Zach. and now it's also mm. nearly cost the lives of all of us again. And it feels like mm-hmm. I don't really understand what his whole agenda is in this. Like, do we need to at this point because we have nothing to lose? Explain to him the severity of the situation and say, Edi Ra is the man who is behind all this, and we're going to need your help to prove it. And then we have their reinforcements on our side as well. Ah, oh, he's. I don't know how high up it goes with him, he's, you know? He he's either be in on it or he's incompetent. Because he, ke- yeah, he, exactly, he exactly. keeps fucking yeah. up, doesn't he? He's not. He does. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Interested, though, but I don't know. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because the worst, it, it, worst case scenario is we could bring them up there to help and then they suddenly turn around like, surprise, and now we're fighting a bunch of them. So actually making them privy to whatever plan we have might backfire. If he is on an, in on it, we're we're probably so, going to fight a bunch of people anyway, aren't we? Because he's not going to be a load of yeah. Because he'll have he'll have security. Yeah. yeah, he'll have people, won't he? Um. Okay. So what what do we know? We know that he wants to sacrifice potentially a champion, which could be any of the dwarves at this point, um, or it could be Vixen, and we know that he's in with the whole mind manipulator thing. He also got us all those diamonds, didn't he? For Zal, what was the thing? To bring Zach back. To bring Zach, right, that's it. So he obviously wants, he knows more than he's letting on. Um, What happens again at the Purple Moon Festival, Ollie? Remind me, what is it just a celebration where the winners get crowned? So so the winners get crowned, um, but the, the, the Purple Moon Festival is a celebration of the Purple Moon Eclipse where the various moons of the planet uh, cross uh, cross paths across the uh, the trajectory of Valkanin, the sun of the solar system, and um, create this kind of purple aura that shines down onto the planet, which is meant to reinvigorate the planet's like energy source. But it's also got something to do with wish stones and a sacrifice. Or at least that's the Violet Children's like uh, 
thing that they want to do that's their that's their cult and that's that's the thing that they want to get to in, into the purple moon festival is more just a kind of celebration of light and life and uh, re-energizing the planet essentially yeah exactly and that might not necessarily we don't really have a strong link that the violet children are actually working with the undead loyalists we just know that that's their agenda is something to do with sacrifice and mm. a wish stone yeah and which of which of us have the wish stone again remind me I think it's Titus that's got the wish stone Titus on him. Titus has it, doesn't he? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, Titus has a wish stone on him um, that he caught uh, as Madame Mordana sacrificed herself to bring back Ark. Right. That was it. Yes. Yeah. That dive. I remember that dive you did. Um, <laughs> do you think he wants the wish stone from us? Do you think he knows we've got it? because he's trying to charge I bet he's well he's trying to charge one up isn't he so I, I don't know what's have we ever have we ever looked up at the top have we ever looked at the top of the sky tower have we literally ever looked up there no everyone looks up <laughs> what can we see <laughs> I mean you, you you look up towards a tower that's like 200 feet in the air with a glass dome at the top of it oh it's like the Burj Khalifa um okay and I also think it's going to be very difficult to get up there and really plant any traps or anything because there'll be security, won't there, before we can even get up there. Um, the Dwarven team kind of speaks up and they say, I think your plan about having us go up there as champions and us inviting you up as guests, I think that's the, I think that's the most sensible way to get you into the tower without... Anybody sacrificing their lives or being put in too much danger initially. I think when we're up there, mm. if we want to execute a plan of destroying the manipulator and taking out Idurar, that's the best solution in my mind. Yeah, I mm. think so. I think so. Should we speak to Zalu and see if she can get us any um, reinforcements? She's always worse than ask. Or we can fight Zalu, because she can kick some ass, can't she? Yeah, I think we assemble some allies and they are friends of yours who come up with you, if that's possible, Dwarven team. Mates. Look, you tell us who you want invited and we'll get them invited. It's our, it's our wish as champions to get who we need up there. So you tell us who we need and we'll get them. So we want Zalu, Dwarven team. Yep. Quilly. Quilly. Uh, Lake Lindsega is a bit of cannon fodder. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want him here. I don't want him um, here. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that's... And of course, my future partner, Eric and Smorgenhausen. Yes. Or oh, Eric, Eric and... If, <laughs> only if he's not going to be in harm's way. Absolutely Eric and, yeah. Oh God, no, yeah. Don't make me, don't make me do the, the Batman, Harvey Dent, whatever her name is, Maggie Gyllenhaal pick between Zalo and Eric and Smorgenhausen. No, that'd be the worst. Um, yeah, and he's not. we know he's not great in a fight because all he does is skid around on the ice. <laughs> so maybe we leave him. But everyone else that you said adds, yeah, absolutely. And then maybe, again, Aura Scales Guard, we've got 24 hours, so she, she'd have yeah. to get it quick. But She like, can handle herself as well. Yeah, any allies, basically, we should put through on the Dwarven team's guest list so that we have the ability <gasps> to strike do we invite Jans- Janspen Mapple? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we should just because they it just will so be... they can have a party. Yeah, and also what will happen is uh, there'll be a disaster, something will explode, and then their company will put them off for another nine months of leave because <laughs> they'll have experienced something really traumatic again. <laughs> I think what we want to do is make sure Ollie can do as many accents in an episode. Yes. So let's yeah, do lots of the full, full Thanks range. For that. Thanks for that, guys. Full range. Oh, yeah, uh, I've just seen in my notes here, Trevor the barkeep. If he can come along. As... <laughs> right. Trevor the barkeep. That's generic Cockney accent. That's yep. easy. And That's then, fine. Give me something uh, tough. Who do Barney McGrew and the Beatles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor the barman's the only one that actually spoke. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. They're, they're mute as far as I'm concerned. Is, uh No. Gunderson Hemingworth Smythe the Third dead, or uh, can he come back and? You you left him on a mountain in a helicopter, <laughs> charmed. We, we did so who the f- him there, didn't we? <laughs> who the fuck knows where that guy is or what he's doing? Also, but also fucking hates us. Like it, it was a spell. Yeah, just like just us. so you know, it was a spell. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> he fucking yeah. hates us. Yeah, for sure. He, he, he was a dickhead, wasn't he? Yeah, at the end of charmed person or whatever it is, they know who charmed you. So it's yeah. Um, but the dwarven team look upon you and they say, "Right, I think you've got your, I think you've got your list." Yeah, yeah we do. Okay. Well, look, it's been a long couple of days. Let's go get some rest, and then we'll see each other in about twenty-four hours for the purple moon eclipse, and we'll get done what we need to get done. Is that right, lads? Aye. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The the final showdown. See you, see you later. Yeah. Be lucky. Be lucky, son. Be lucky. Uh, the Dwarven team exit the booths and as the door opens, you hear a bunch of commotion going on in the hero zone. Oh, okay. what's happening? Should we go investigate that? Yeah, we're definitely going to check what that, that is. Okay. You... Enter into the hero zone. You see the wounded are everywhere. Um, but you see uh, Stadia Concretia guards with a bloodied, beaten Volok in handcuffs. And you see the games master. And the games master says, Volok, you are being arrested. For crimes against women within this stadium. You are being arrested for sexual assault against Princess Zalu yes. of Ole. And you yes. see you see a bunch of press taking pictures and you see Volok kind of like in in shackles and chains and everything being led through the hero zone and kind of towards an exit with a bunch of guards around him, like twenty. Can I um, yell after him? Sorry, Ollie, before he goes. Yeah. I go. Hey, Volok, from one cell to another, eh? And then just a wankers. I just do a wanker symbol. <laughs> wow! I think that deserves a wow. We haven't had a wow. Woo! We haven't had a wow this episode. Um, Titus, as you do the wanker uh, sign towards Volok, um, Volok, like, has this newfound energy and, like, starts struggling with all the guards. He's like, stop, stop one second. Let me see this brick. Let me see this piece of shit. And he turns around and looks at you and he says... Listen, little man, what I did, it was wrong. I used your boyish romanticized feelings towards the princess to aggravate you, and it worked. 
Yes, I may have lost a tooth and then subsequently being arrested for my behavior, but I can live with that. But it will be forever known from here onward that you, Titus Thunderbastard Caligarvi, drew to me Volok Inovaov in a simple exhibition match with no real stakes. Your father is dead, and you sully his name and your namesake legacy with your draw today. You are deluded if you think you can return to Ole a hero, a can champion. Can I kick him in the balls? You, oh, yes. just can square on, foot on, kick him in the yeah. can, can, can everyone, everyone just line up? Balls? Yep, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you strike him in the balls. He collapses onto the floor and, <laughs> and through police, like... They 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 laugh and they they say oh yeah good one but then they push you back because any more and it's just going <laughs> to be assault on some poor like, bastard. And now we have to do it all over again to decide <laughs> who's getting arrested. Volok hits the deck after like three legs have kicked him in the testicles and he goes oh no. Um, <clears throat> but he turns back towards you, Titus, and he says, "You are nothing more." than a green-coloured rookie who survived off the nepotism of the industry. You will never wear the gold around your waist. I am the GWF's next greatest undisputed superstar, and I will shine so brightly that all of those who gaze upon me will be blinded by what they see. Titus Thunderbastard Caligarvi. You do well to crawl away into the wasteland you've been living in, for out there the wolves are circling. Your uncle sends his regards. Hmm. And that's where we end our session. Very well done. Did not anticipate that all this. No, it was great. I- and actually, it's been so long as well that Volok has been at large in like Titus's oh. storyline. So it's kind of putting that like oh, to bed it. in a really epic way. I loved it. Can I ask you a question, Amy? Um, how high was your AC when you um, used your kind of defensive flourish? Because I don't think we ever you didn't get hit. Like it must have been really fucking high. Uh, my, my defensive flourish. Yeah, um, but I didn't use it for that, did I? I used it for with defensive flourish. You can use it either. Uh, no, it's both. If, if a weapon, it's a, both? no, no. If a weapon attack hits, you can expend one of your bardic inspiration and deal extra damage equal to the number of your roll on the dice. You can also add the number to your AC. Surely it's either or. Wouldn't it? Was no, it both? It's both. No, it's, it's both. God, every it's day, both. every week I'm finding out how more OP I am. What? How, how high? <laughs> how high was your AC? That's what Thirteen. I want to know. But I mean, it would have been. Uh, what did we add to it? We added. Um, an eight. eight, so it would have been, yeah, it would have been uh, 20... uh, 21. 21. 21. That's 21. Nice. 13 21. plus 8 is 21. Absolutely yeah. wild. We're finding things out every single week when we come to play an episode of Dice with Death. So thank you so much to my players, Jamie, Amy and Adam, for coming through and playing another episode. Um, we're on social media, at Dice Death Pod. You can go find us there, see all the lovely content that Jamie puts up. We're also on Patreon. Thank you so much to everybody who subscribes to our Patreon and donates money. Um, 
yeah, we really, really, really appreciate you. If you do have some disposable income at this time of year, you can go to patreon.com forward slash dice death pod and donate us some money. Thank you so much to my players, Jamie, Amy and Adam for coming through and playing another episode of Dice with Death. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye. bye.